0: Guess oh. who's back? Back again. Who? Jackie D's back. Oh, hey. Are you fucking friends? Uh-oh. Guess who's back? 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 Shut up, you now beds. Hello and welcome, finally. Oh,
1: you've created a monster.
0: <laughs> I have. And welcome back, finally, to episode 39, only about eight weeks late of the Stu and Al pod, with me, Al. Me, Stu. Well, here we are, the lads are for the boys. Are back in t- boys are back in
2: town. Boys are, boys back, are back in town. town. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> there we go. So, um, <laughs> how you doing, Stu? You all right?
2: How you You all right? You
0: all right? Not so
2: bad. Good? Yeah, yeah, not so bad.
0: Um, Stu. It's mm. 2022, it's, yeah. n- you know, Happy New Year. Yeah, Are we still Happy allowed new to say year. that this late on?
1: Uh, I guess so, we haven't seen each other in a new year yet, so you can no, still say yet, it no. if you've not seen, I think that's the rule. Yeah. The genuine rule. The genuine rule. Um, so,
0: ha- Happy New Year to all of our listeners. Um, yeah. Obviously, when this episode comes out, it will be quite far into January, So, but we are recording it on the, what's the date today, it's the 8th or 9th? The 9th, I believe. 9th. The, yeah. January the 9th it's a Sunday
2: right
1: happy to all of our happy new year to all of our listeners that we like and happy new year to Gav as well
0: oh, oh, oh he <sighs> starting
1: well ain't he sorry about that regular Gav yeah you know what Gav's short for Al because uh, he's got little legs hey <laughs> you're done. Uh, so, yeah, episode 39 run out. And uh, speaking of our listeners, yeah, say very happy 40th to one of our listeners today. Uh, well, that? not when this goes out, but the day of recording.
0: Who's that? Uh,
1: that is the Brendotron. It is. Uh, happy happy birthday, Brendan. Brendotron. Many happy returns, Bran. It wasn't.
0: It's not a birthday. It's a construction day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, speaking of robots, I was speaking of robots. Yeah, uh, yeah, the Russian Agency of Research and Automotion, or RA, as it's also commonly known, uh, uh, uh. Um, but it's been commissioned by Vladimir Putin to develop a new robot to make gloves for the pandemic that are superior to all others. Yeah, uh, they've named the uh, the glove, uh, or they've named it all in in the honor of old Vladimir. Yeah, uh, gonna call it. Ra Ra's Grass Putin, Russia's greatest glove
2: machine.
0: Oh, that's very good, Stuart. Oh, it's very good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> speaking of robots, I was speaking of robots. Yeah, i all that. Speaking of robots, uh, Germany's going to make robot drivers, uh, robot driven
1: cars illegal in their highways.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, it's going to be called the Autobahn. Very good. The Autobahn. Very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. There's are of robots, around. well. Speaking to robots. Speaking to robots. It's all the yeah, same to me, pal.
1: It. I got it on the craze. I decided to buy a robot as well. Didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But uh, my robot, it went into the shoe shop the other day. Yeah. Because it needed to be uh, rebooted.
0: Oh, very clever. He's oh, he's
1: a
2: good ninny. It? It's,
0: yeah. it's all, yeah.
2: make <laughs> all <laughs> the same to me, pal. All the same to me, pal. Share will So, Stu, um, I'm winning.
0: I don't know what you did for New Year's Eve. Anything I watched the and nanny.
2: Yeah, hooting nanny.
0: Um, I um, I didn't do anything for New Year's Eve. Um, oh. so yeah. Um, but I am always interested in different types of New Year's Eve. And one thing, um, obviously with the Hootanani, nanny, one thing that really interests me is Hogmany. because mm. I just didn't know what it was and always wanted to kind of know what it was. This is obviously a Scottish thing. Um, yeah. so I um asked a friend who uh, is Scottish. And he said it's a very secret thing, Hogmany. And he managed to find me a tape. Uh, <laughs> he managed to find me a tape of a secret recording of a, a Hogmany um, celebration. So I've got that tape, Stuart. I've not listened to it yet because I'm quite excited.
1: But Is it's it here fun- then? Because I'm yeah. actually going like, to not even hesitate this time. I'm pressing play already. Click, 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 click.
0: Hey, welcome to uh, Hogmany 2021. Going out at 22. Hey wait first things first, there's no Englishman in here, is there? Because if there is, I'll
2: hear it and I'll see you and then I'll hear it. And you know
0: I will, because that's what I do, pal, and what I say is gospel. Any special stuff, eh, We've got a wee strip after night. Oh, it's like space hoppers, pal. And <laughs> <laughs> it's a real big area. Sure, does the Clyde Tunnel. But <laughs> it's more like that, buddy, pal. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we also got a secret, uh, 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 special thing we'll be working on. Uh, you know, bagpipe robots to kill the English. Hey, we will uh, uh, start of twenty twenty two, and we will take over the British crown. On the uh, you know, uh, uh, Susan Boyle will be queen, Ooh. with uh, 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 Ali McCoy as uh, Prince of Wales. You
2: know,
0: nothing uh, 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 uh,
1: uh, quite works like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I think, Mel Gibson must be punished. For Braveheart, mm. we we'll are string him up in the Tower of London. And you can take my word for it, because that is the truth. Anyway, we'll let's bring in the strippers covered in porridge. you right. <laughs> God, still, I can't believe it. Just, you know. <laughs>
1: let's go with Hogmanay next year, yeah?
0: Well, we can't because we're English. Not allowed oh, in. Yeah. Oh. Apologies to any Scottish listeners.
1: Have we got any? But, yeah, we uh, do, don't we? Someone uh, always downloads it in Glasgow. Yeah. Or is that Brendan Tran? i might be. I hope if though. if
0: we have, they might <laughs> stop now. But uh, yeah, yeah, if it ain't, but, then we ain't got know,
1: Glasgow downloads anymore.
0: But these things happen, you know, the truth has to come out. So
1: let me have a go. Let me have a go. go,
0: on, yeah. go. Andy Murray, please tell us. Very good. Well, with that, let's move on. And it's time for top three.
1: Top three on each episode, me and Al pick a subject and then we tell each other our top three things about it. So, for example, Al, if I was to say your top three bottles, I would go for plastic, glass and Tottenham Hotspur. I'd go for ball of scotch. (laughs) Ball of whiskey.
0: (laughs) But yeah,
1: yeah.
0: (laughs) Unbelievable.
1: And a bottle of Tenant special
2: brew. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um, on the last top last time round, it was my time to choose for this episode, and I chose top three 80s ballads. Now, a lot of people will have different ideas of what a ballad is, um, yeah. but when I was looking up today, I kind of looked at things like um, love ballads, rock ballads, that kind of thing. So, I'm going to be quite open to However you want to, however you want to go with it, I'm quite happy with that. So, Stu, why don't you go first and tell us your third favorite '80s ballad?
1: Okay. Now, yes. Okay. So my third place, I've got "Hungry Eyes" by Eric Carmen. Great song. Or if a steak and kidney ever got hungry, hungry pies. Yep.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh.
1: So it's written by Frank Provite. Apologies for the pronunciation if it's wrong. Yeah. And yes. John De Nicola uh, They also wrote, I've had the time of my life. How about today? 30 Dancing Soundtrack, yeah. Oh. The song was released in 1987 on the RCA label. What does RCA stand for, Al? Records are cool, I nearly <laughs> <laughs> it's really, really cool albums. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> uh, it reached number four in the US Billboard charts and only reached 82 in the UK. I'll tell you why in a minute. Oh. Uh, it reached number four in Australia, get a mate, get I. Uh number 17 in Germany, Good yep. Dog. Yep. and its highest position was at number two in Sweden, Canada. Oh. Uh, The song was recorded at Beachwood Studios in Ohio. Uh, It only reached 82 in the UK because it never actually was commercially released here. So China, number 82, was purely based on import sales. Well, that's a surprise.
2: Good fact, that,
1: Stu. Good bloody fact, that ain't it. So that's your number three? Okay, good song.
0: My number three, Stu, is... That's my karaoke
1: song as well, by the way.
0: Oh, is it? Yeah. My uh, number three is Eternal Flame by The Bangles. Close your
1: eyes. Oh,
2: darling. Darling. oh, we should have done
1: the songs in the club style thing. Oh yeah. All right, let me, let me do uh, that
2: one again then. <laughs> Lovely. Daniel <laughs> so, Flame was
0: in 1989, it was number one in nine countries, including the USA, UK, and Australia. And the Ooh. B-side for this single, Stu, was Walk Like an Egyptian, the Dance Remix.
1: Oh, the Dance Remix. Like an Egyptian, motherfucker, motherfucker, motherfucker. motherfucker.
0: <laughs> I like the fact that we both went motherfucker. Yeah. Um, it was called, um, a couple of years ago, it was called Retro in the fact that it has no chorus, technically. Oh. Yeah, if you listen to it, there isn't a chorus. There's like a pre-chorus, but there never seems to be a chorus.
2: What about
1: really that close strange? your eyes bit? Close your eyes.
0: No, because that's yeah. the start of the song.
1: Oh, then they'll just bring it back in at the end.
0: Yeah. So, oh, okay. yep. Yeah, um, also, which is quite interesting, the lead singer of the Bangles, Hoffs, recorded the vocals completely naked because another member of the band said that Olivia Newton John used to do it and it used to get the best sound quality. So she recorded it completely naked in the recording studio, which I thought was Who quite told funny. her to do that? It was another member of the group.
1: Right. Yeah. That sounds like a yeah. prank to me.
0: It was a prank. It was a prank. She, she basically ah. said, oh, Olivia Newton John always records like completely naked. So she did it. And then she told her afterwards it wasn't true, but she'd done it anyway. So imagine being in a
1: studio, still, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're the bangles hanging out.
0: Oh, very clever. So, actually, that's my number three Eternal Flame.
1: Yeah, decent, mate. Decent. Yeah. Uh, number two, I've got Heaven by Brian Adams. Oh, good choice.
2: I am. Um... Yes. Baby, you it
0: want tell us a bit about about heaven? It's
1: actually a very interesting story. Al, oh, uh, it was recorded in June of '83 at the power station in New York City, yeah, NYC, NYC. NYC. Song New was York heavily P-P-A. influenced, hey, eh? NYC P O
0: P P A, right.
1: big yeah. yeah, I can spell. song was heavily influenced by journey's 1983 hit faithfully uh adams wrote this song with uh what's his name jim valance oh he wrote it while he was on tour with journey on their uh tour
0: (laughs) on their tour the
1: frontiers (laughs) tour the frontiers tour Tour. there yeah i'm skipping ahead you see skipping ahead It provided adams with his first u.s number one single and his third top 10 hit in the u.s billboard hot 100 chart
0: nice
1: yeah. yeah, so like I say, he co-wrote the song with Jim Valance and features the Journey drummer, Steve Smith. Uh, Smith filled in for... I can't read... Oh, Mickey. That says Mickey. Mickey Curry. Yeah. Uh, on the day, he said to Brian Adams, look, I've only got limited time, so we've got to do this quick. Uh, and they ran out of time. He said, go, go. Because he'd already signed on for a Hall & Notes session that day already. Oh, lovely. Luckily, uh, Steve Smith was in New York. When Brian Adams called him, he was like, "I'll be on my way, Brian." I'm on I my way. In, and uh, he did the uh, drumming for that song, so
2: <laughs> all worked out well in the end, didn't it, boy? All worked out well in the end, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, on uh, all the terrorists in Shadwell no, that way. We all <laughs> Lovely
0: stuff.
2: Of course, we're referring to Shadwell FC at that <laughs> point.
1: Uh, so it charted at 38 in the UK. 28 in Germany, 12 in Australia, and 11 in Canada and Ireland. Oh, we like Brian Adams. There we do. Oh,
0: so we do. <laughs> Excellent. He is stuff.
1: such a great, talented man.
0: <laughs> Lovely voice. Let's do Nice wavy number... hair. <laughs> my number two is. I haven't finished it. Oh, sorry.
1: God. The song first appeared on the soundtrack to the 1983 film A Night in Heaven. Who's in it? Can't remember, and you won't know them. <laughs> Yep, that's all I have to say about that.
0: Excellent. Well, Stu, my number
2: two
0: is. <laughs> of course, it's Total Eclipse of the Heart by Bonnie Tyler. What well,
1: will Take on me by it. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> so Released in 1983, it uh, was a number one single in the UK, um, and it sold six million copies worldwide. All your booger. Oh, yeah. The lyric Turn Around Bright Eyes was originally appeared in Steinman's 1969 college musical, The Dream yeah. Engine.
1: Dream, en- yeah, Dream Engine, yeah.
0: Dream Engine, yeah. Dream Engine, yeah. Um, and the original song, the album version, is six minutes, 58 seconds long. 58
1: seconds, yeah.
0: <laughs> and Bonnie Tyler um, didn't think it would actually be able to be a single because it was so long until it was shortened down to about four minutes. But it's a great song. Mm. I really like it. Um, <clears throat> when I think of 80s classics, that's
1: one of them. It's definitely up there, isn't it? Definitely up there. there. All the same to me, though, isn't it?
2: All the same to me, yeah, definitely. Especially on the temperatures when we're singing all these. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's my that number two. one spot.
1: Number What's one, that
2: please. Number one? I've
1: gone for Take It on the Run by Oreo Speedwagon.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: lovely yep uh so the song is taken from their ninth studio album high infidelity hi Hi. (laughs) Uh, the track was written by lead guitarist gary richrath
2: well that is (laughs) richrath i'm here i'm here i'm just writing this song you (laughs) know
1: the song's music video was the ninth video played on MTV's first day. So it's the ninth, literally the ninth video they ever played. Wow. Uh, MTV's first day being August the 1st, 1981. Yeah. Your future pub quizzes. However, due to technical difficulties, the video went to black after 12 seconds and it never finished.
2: Ah. It's (laughs) all am excited about it. You said it won't say it a
1: thousand times. It reached number five in the Billboard Hot 100, number 19 in the UK, and number 30 in Australia, and number two in Canada. Oh, the original okay. title to the song was Don't Let Me Down. All right. Hmm. I think uh, ELO did a song called Don't Let Me Down, didn't it?
0: Don't let me down.
1: And the Beatles did one as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. ELO did Don't Bring Me Down.
0: Don't
2: bring me, Don't down. me down.
1: Yep. Yeah, Don't Let Me Down, Beatles, yeah uh yeah and that's all i have to say about that okay my good number song, one very good song
0: my number one stu um i i wanted to, before i go on to my number one i want to give a special mention to nothing's gonna stop us now by starship which is possibly my favorite 80s song but i know yeah. that you said that you didn't think it was a ballad so i have left it out but i did find it on an yeah. 80s love have ballads so, um album but my number one stu i have gone for alone by heart So um it's known as a power ballad, Stu, which I think why it's power
1: ballads are the best, didn't
0: they? Yeah, that's that's why I've picked it as my number one. Released in 1987. It was an original song by I10 released in 1983. Oh. Um, and it was originally recorded for CBS sitcom Dreams. Oh uh yeah. only, only reached number three in the UK charts, but it was number one in America. And also Celine Dion re-released the song in 2008, uh, which got to number three in the UK charts. So it's a great song, great power ballad. Um, Didn't know
1: Celine did that song?
0: No, she'd re-recorded it. It was just one of those songs that I, I listened back to today. It wasn't originally my list, and I listened back to it today, and I was like, Yes, this song is great. Such an 80s ballad. Like, just the, the music, the style of it is, is just absolutely fantastic. So, that's what I've gone with my number one.
1: So, Stu, if, mm. if we had any social media. Yeah. Uh, one of my um, shout outs was actually covered by someone here. So, uh, by Chris Comrath, actually. Okay. okay. So. <laughs> so, we'll start with him. Yep. Chris K. Uh, foreigner, I want to know what love is. Yes, great
2: song. Uh,
1: my honorable mention next: uh, Vienna by Ultravox. <laughs> oh,
2: <yeah. laughs>
1: <Yep. coughs> and Eternal Flame by Bangles. Yes, thank you. <laughs>
2: Hey, 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 hey. a <laughs> oh,
1: very thanks, many thanks for the uh Christmas gift and Christmas card as well, Frank. Much appreciated. You much. Hey, hey, uh, he's gone for Broken Wings by Mr. Mister.
2: Yep,
1: <laughs> Take.
2: He's and if you can have go fixed by Friday, I'd be much appreciated by that. Very, very much. Uh, Pat Benatar's Love is a Battlefield.
1: Yep. And send it off as time after time. Oh
0: god, I wanted to put that in. I, it was in my top five.
2: <laughs> uh
1: Keza G. Toto Africa. Yep. Yeah. The
2: ballad? <laughs> you sure?
1: Uh yeah, I'd say it's a balance. All right. Uh Mr. Mr. Broken Wings. Yep. Uh, on there. And Wanted Dead or Alive by John Bon Jovi. Yep. Okay. Good band. Top band. Honorable mentions as well. Princess Purple Rain. Uh, Kate Bush, This Woman's Work. Bill Collins Against All Odds. To Powell, China in Your Hand. Oh, oh yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Every Breath You Take by Police and Bonnie Tyler's the Clips, like you've already covered. Yep. Uh, regular Gav. Evening. Evening, old. Uh, he's done three songs by Aha. Okay. Sun Always Shines on TV. I've Been Losing You and The Living daylights. Okay. Dirk Smith. Yep. Uh, bitterest Pill by The Jam. Brilliant. Yep. Song. Sally Cinnamon by The Stone Roses. Yep. And Last Christmas
2: Boy Wham. <laughs> okay. That's a good song.
1: Yeah, it is a good song. Uh, Brent Ultron. Brent uh, Glory of Love by Peter Satira, as featured in the Karate Kid 2. Yep, Is This Love by Whitesnake and Alone by Heart? Yes, Rodney McCain. New, new person alert. New, hello, uh, Rodney. New, <laughs> all right, Rodders. He's
2: oh, gone. Dave, well,
0: hi, <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, Dave. Uh, oh yeah, it's a cool indie. Hard oh, dive. Uh, Forever Free by Wasp. Yep. A different corner. George Michael and Brothers in Arms by Dice Street. Okay, good. Dan at V A R at the bar. Take it on the run. R E O Speedwagon.
0: Yes. R E O Speedwagon.
1: I'm looking for a song of
0: mine. <laughs> isn't it your name? Yeah. R E O
1: Speedwagon. <laughs>
2: All right, we'll play it next, you old can.
1: (laughs) Is this love by (coughs) Whitesnake? Fade to Black by Metallica. Yep. And finally, Haze on Fire. Cindy Dolph Time After Time. Yep. Tina Turner, We Don't Need Another Hero. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cracker. And Whitney Houston's Whitney Houston's I Wanna Dance With Somebody. Ah, great
2: song. With somebody who loves me, only want to dance, you want to dance. Excellent.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you for your contributions to that top three. So, Stuart is your choice for the next top three. What are you going to go with
1: next on top three? Out it's going to be movies directed by Steven Spielberg. Oh, you booger, Steven. He has done he has directed 60 movies.
0: Oh, you sausage. hmm well, I'll have... Uh, According to IMDB.
1: E.T. E. Uh, so yeah. Your top three out of that, 60.
0: Excellent. So, What's E.T. short for, Al? He's got little legs. Yep. Um, okay, so if you would like to get in contact with us and tell us your top three Steven Spielberg directed films, you can. We are on Instagram and Twitter at Stu and Alpod, or you can email us, Alpod at gmail.com. So that was top three, and now it is time for 90s Corner. Nineties Corner. In each episode, Stu or I discuss something from the nineties. Now, in this episode, we are onto the year nineteen ninety two, and we have asked for your favourite film from nineteen ninety two. So, Stu, do you want me to go first this time? Tell you my favourite.
1: If, if you want, my favourite film
0: from nineteen ninety two was <clears throat> Reservoir Dogs. Oh, the Quentin Tarantino film starring Harvey Keitel, Tim Roth, Michael Madsen. Many more in there as well. Big name.
1: I believe that uh, Gumbo was in that film as well. Yeah.
0: Shut up about Gumbo. Uh, when a simple jewellery heist goes wrong, the surviving criminals suspect one of them of being a police informant. Stu, I take it you've seen Reservoir Dogs? Yes. yes I think exactly. it was the first Tarantino film I saw. I've got a couple of facts about it. The budget was so low that um, actors were asked to use their own clothing and the Cadillac that was used was Michael Madsen's own car. Um, and Empire Magazine voted it the best independent film ever made. It's pretty good, isn't it? I love this film. I've not seen it for years. I really need to go back and watch it. Because um, it's just such a good film. It is. Yeah. I don't know if it would be my top three, <clears throat> um, Tarantino. It might
1: be. But uh, definitely, up there. yeah, definitely. Up there. It's funny how it got made as well. Like, because he used to work, Tarantino used to work in a video shop.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, One of his customers was a friend of a friend who knew Harvey Keitel or something, hmm. and he got the script to him like that. And Harvey Keitel read it. He's like, "We got to get it made." Well, and he touch Tarantino, and then that was that. Originally, Tarantino was going to make it for
0: thirty thousand dollars, and he was just going to make it for the load of his friends. Oh. Yeah, good job we did. But yeah, that's mine. The, that... friend the friend of the
1: friend was there then, wasn't it? Yeah.
0: So that's my choice, for, Stu, for the 92 film. What is yours? you do not got
1: any facts about the
0: film, no? though. I had, did that was the two. Oh, facts. Yeah, the, uh,
1: yeah, the Cadillac and all that. Yeah. Uh, I went for Batman Returns.
0: Yeah. That was. Batman.
1: Uh, I'm Batman, so I am. <laughs> I think that's uh, accurate. No, uh, so it has got Michael Keaton as Batman, Danny DeVito as Penguin, Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman, Christopher Walken, Walken <laughs> as Max Max Shrek. He's right, right, can't any, yeah. Uh, says so the film where Batman takes on two villains, the monstrous Penguin, aka Oswald Cobblepot, and evil businessman Max Shrek. This is my swamp. <laughs> <laughs> They try to topple the Batman once and for all because they're sick of him. We've had enough.
2: Yeah. We don't like him anymore.
1: Oh, he's a bloody sod, that bloke. So you've got Selena Kyle in the movie as well, wronged by Shrek, who tries to kill her in the swamp. <laughs> uh, she survives, transforms into Catwoman. And she ends up teaming up with the Penguin to take down the Caped Crusader. She does. Is that, a and that
0: was uh, Michelle for Pfeiffer.
1: Michelle for Pfeiffer, yeah. For yeah. Pfeiffer
2: bye. Good game, good game. <laughs> what do you open up, Batman? Nothing. <laughs> what are the points, Mike? that cave. That's right.
0: That would have been really good if um if Bruce Forsyth had played um Alfred. 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 Anyway. Batman, where you going today?
2: What would you like for tea? <laughs> Are you taking a barber meal, sir? Are you taking a barber meal today? Uh Batman, I've put a special um, security
0: on the Cave. You've got to choose one from the top and two from the bottom.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The password is "cuddly Toy. (laughs) Good game, good game. (laughs) Oh, did he do nice? (laughs) Did he do nice, Chief Gordon? (laughs) (laughs) do well <laughs> don't wait up <laughs> don't wait up Alfred marvellous I'll take a night <laughs> early night sir <laughs> <laughs> oh. marvellous <laughs> marvellous <laughs> I'll be in the back cave if you need <laughs> good night sir <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a few facts uh, about the film yep. Bruce Forsyth, <laughs> remaining character <laughs> facts about the film Danny DeVito
1: remaining character in between takes he was advised by friend Jack Nicholson to take the role as well oh. Oh. Danny you gotta take the role <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's quite good that
1: uh, Michelle Pfeiffer stated that once filming was over, she never wanted to see the Catwoman costume again for as long as she lived. She, uh, went, she went, through sixty cat suits during the six-hour, uh, the six-month shoot at a cost of a thousand dollars a piece per oof, costume. Bloody hell! And fact number three: half of the Warner Brothers studio lot was taken up by Gotham City sets.
0: Oh,
1: Gotham City! Did he do well? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the other half taken up by the Generation Game.
1: <laughs> you, know, the, <laughs> you know the signal for the bat sign? It's just been replaced by Bruce Forsyth's so
2: silhouette. and <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, what's yours?
1: That was... No,
0: mine was, uh, mine was uh, Reservoir oh, yeah. Dogs, wasn't it? Yeah.
2: That was so long ago. So,
0: two, two up so far, Reservoir Dogs and Batman Returns. Do what social media said.
1: Okay, so Hades gone for The Bodyguard. Yep. Uh, Johnny's gone for Last of the Mohicans, with honourable mentions to Batman Returns and Wayne's World. Yeah. Uh, Gav's gone for Under Siege. Uh, mm-hmm. At the time when this was out, when he was about 10, he said he liked to add guns, massive guns, ships, submarines, nukes, neck chops, spinning kicks, and boobs. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Renautron has gone for Candyman. Yeah. Bring the sunrise. Ozzy Dan, Last of the Mohicans, saying it's one of the best endings of all time.
2: Okay. Uh, Frank. Frank.
1: He has gone for Malcolm X, with an honorable mention to Muppet Christmas Carol. Yep.
0: Ooh.
1: Ooh. Uh Vicky has gone for Death Becomes Her. Yeah. Bruce Willis represent. <laughs> Chris Comraf, Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Yep. Honourable mentions to Candyman, Few Good Men, and the Rock's Cradle, The Mighty Ducks, The Player, Unforgiven, The Crying Game, Romper Stumper, and A River r- Runs Through It. And he could have carried on as well there. Okay. And Kesaji's Home Alone 2. Honourable Mentions go to Mighty Ducks. She left that thinking you'd pick it.
0: Yeah, it was uh, it, I, it was one that I thought about picking.
1: Uh, last of the Mohicans, Reservoir Dogs, Mother Christmas, Carol was the Honourable Mentions. My Honourable mention would be Unforgiven.
0: <clears> okay, 12. so with ours, uh, what else was mentioned twice? There was um, first. Ch- first, last, first of the last of the Mohicans, so that's got to go in. And I think the Bodyguards do. Yeah,
1: it's a good film, yeah. isn't
0: it? So let's put those four in. So a poll will go up on Twitter, and you will get to vote for which of those four you would like as the film to go into 90s Corner. So on the next episode, we would like your top single released mm. in 1992. Again, you can get in contact. We are ourpod at gmail.com or on Instagram and Twitter at Alpod So that was 90s we'll Corner. recap the films at the end, yeah? Yeah, we'll recap the films at the very end of the episode.
1: Right then, still to come. We've got some very entertaining news selections this week. Uh, I take a trip down the Bag of Nails, uh, where I meet a familiar character that you've heard from before. Yep. Michael Reed offers some more life-saving life hacks. Uh, I'm going for a stretch out. Do you want to run some adverts while I'm gone? Okay. If your New Year's
0: resolution is to be better at impressions... Then why not enroll in Owl's Impressionists Academy? Learn from one of the greatest Impressionists of all time, Owl. Al. He'll teach you Brucie. Hey, good game, good game. Christopher Walken. Hey, get your hand out of my crisps. Elvis <laughs> Presley. Mm-hmm. The Queen. Oh, dear. Hello, everyone. Dot Cotton. <laughs>
2: Nick.
0: <laughs> Victor Meldrew.
2: I didn't believe it.
0: Prince Charles. <laughs> uh, 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 Scotch eggs and everything. Uh. Cheryl Cole. Oh, man, I love that song. It's great. The Godfather. I'll make him an African refuse and Alan Hansen. Oh, he's a terrible defendant, pal. Sign up today and get Uncle Dorogay as an additional extra. Oh dear, hello, it's been a hard Christmas and New Year for me. <sighs> but don't take our word for it. Here's a satisfied customer.
2: I on my way to buy scotch eggs and cheap cider when I decided to enrol In Owl's Impressions. I'm really good at impressions now.
0: Here's my Bruce Forsyth. Good game, good game. And here is my Prince Charles. Hello, I'm Prince Charles. Sign up to Owl's Impressionist Academy now. But now it's time for the news. In each episode, Stu reads out a couple of news stories, one he's made up, (laughs) and one he's found somewhere. He'll also give us the weather, the sports, business, anything else that pops into his head. So, Stu, here are your
1: headlines. Thanks, Al. Uh, Ant and Dick were spotted in London this week, looking very excited for their pudding at the Savoy restaurant. You know that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they could be heard singing let's get ready for crumble. Oh god. Yep. <clears throat> the George Baker selection aimed to be more eco-friendly as shopping trips at shopping trips in the future. They vow to only use a little green bag from now on. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Like yep. that one. yeah like and that. converted converted northerner Gina G was spotted uh, <laughs> was spotted ordering a coffee in Starbucks in Manchester this week. <laughs> when asked if she wanted milk, she responded, ooh just a little bit.
0: <laughs> Very good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> ah, story one, is it true or is it false?
1: <clears throat> a woman has made history by marrying the colour pink in a bizarre ceremony after dating it for more than 40 years. Yep. Dating pink for 40 years. Good for her. Not the singer. Well, the colour. Yeah. Kitten K. Sarah.
0: Is that her name? That's her name. Yep.
1: Uh, is known as the pinkest person in the world. and She made headlines in 2018 as it emerged she had spent over a million on her monochrom- monochromatic home and wardrobe. Spent okay. a million. Okay. Yep. Married pink. Named Kitten K Sarah. Okay. Now she's taken her obsession a step further. Kitten's now married the colour. Married the colour. Yep. After being inspired by a child she had spoken to. Fucking idiot, did something he... a child told her to. Yeah. <clears throat> For the ceremony. Ceremony. <laughs> Kitten wore pink, arrived in a pink Chevrolet, and gave herself a pink ring. Oh, I thought you
0: weren't supposed to meet your um, partner before the wedding ceremony. Good point. She's wearing pink. She's already met them, hasn't she, before the ceremony on the day.
1: The fact that you're calling a colour her partner uh, gave herself a pink ring in what must be the least white wedding in history. Oh, God. She wrote, a very special thank you to Big Sugar Bake Shop. Yep. Wow. My wedding cake and cupcakes were fantastic. I am so honoured to have you featured at the biggest day of my life biggest day of my life mm-hmm. in an interview with KVVU TV, kitten said uh, she had dated the color for four decades but thought now was the time right now was the right time to make it serious make what's it what's wrong official. with people she said she got the idea from a child who mentioned marrying the color since you loved it so much so what happened here
0: if you like pink so much why don't you marry it
1: All right. okay <laughs> Kitten's love affair began almost by accident on her 20th birthday as she was trying to work out what to wear to her party. She, she-, she settled, settled. shettled. She settled on a pink top, pink fluffy skirt, pink shoes, and pink accessories. Speaking of she,
0: she was 20 and that's yep. when she decided.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Wasn't a uh, uh, fancy dress party? Yep. That was the outfit. I felt fabulous. I thought if wearing that much pink could make me feel fantastic, why not wear pink every day? Every day. Now, the Mean Girls said on Wednesdays we wear pink, so you're not supposed to wear it every day. Going back to blue jeans and a white T-shirt seemed ludicrous to me. Ludicrous. That seemed ludicrous. I didn't want to wait until the next special occasion to feel pink-credible again. Pink-credible. Yeah. I wanted to feel and look pretty and pink every day. I sold my car so I had enough money to leave my hometown of Houston and head for the bright pink lights of Hollywood. Yep. I like to say I'm a flamingo in a world full of pigeons. I think someone, Abraham Lincoln said that once, I believe. As well. <laughs> when I walk down a busy street during the morning, mute, everyone's wearing grey and black. Probably because they're going to work. Yeah. There's no expression, no individuality, yet people think I'm the crazy one.
0: You are the crazy one.
1: <clears throat> so is that true, Al? Yeah. Um, yep. Was that true or is this one true? Tom Jones.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tom Jones has bought a football team back in his native Wales. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, Third tier team. Thunderball FC. uh,
2: Yeah.
1: uh, Based in Rill. (laughs) Oh, nice. Uh, Now owned by the Welsh Warbler. Yeah. Uh, Tom said, "Uh, it's a dream come true. Uh, It's a dream come true. (laughs) Everyone in Hollywood, I can't do it. Everyone in Hollywood are buying uh, Welsh teams. So I thought, hey, it's not unusual. (laughs) Let's do it. (laughs) So I did. Uh, I travelled back to the green green grass of home. <laughs> yeah. I uh-huh. uh, went there recently to meet everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> the decorators had been in and had sprayed the changing rooms with a secret, with a scent called New Pussycat. <laughs> I said, "What's New Pussycat?"
2: And they all went, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" <laughs> so,
1: you know the banter's there already, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. 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 I met the team. The mascot was bizarre. Sex bomb the camel. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Really weird. Uh, Not sure what that's about. Might have knocked that on the head. I had my first press conference yesterday. Guided by the director of communications, Delilah Jones. (laughs) Yeah. No relation. (laughs) They put on a lovely spread. Uh, Just say, just help yourself. They said, so I... So I went in on the uh, sausage rolls there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) New season starts in March. Can't wait. Uh, So there you have it. Oh, no, that's my line. So there you have it. Uh, Tom Jones is the new owner of Thunderball FC. She's a lady.
0: So, Stu, I think this pink woman, the woman who's obsessed with pink, I think I've seen her on something before. So I think that's the true story. That she's.
1: Yes, it is the somehow the true story.
0: I'll I'll find you the YouTube video of, of her and I'll send it to you. You don't have to. Yeah, it's it's odd. Um. So yes, I think that was
1: the true story. And it. Okay. Yeah. Good. Tom Jones isn't uh, the new owner of Thunderball FC, unfortunately. No. Probably because that team does not exist.
0: No. Unfortunately. <sighs>
1: Uh, so, more news and our sport we've just had. Yep. I can't think of anything else. In business, Frodo and Bilbo have opened the foundation for police officers who have had to retire with injuries in Middle Earth. Um, the Cop Foundation oh. opens today. <laughs> Fro- <laughs> <laughs> Your move, Gandalf. <laughs> In technology news, uh, Swedish investors have created cyborgs, which are hard to distinguish from real humans. A bit oh. like Blade Runner.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: However, uh, critics are concerned about the use of artificial Swedeners. In, oh, in God. Huh. Uh, the weather is going to be frisky.
2: Oh,
0: um, yes, please.
2: Back to you.
0: Okay. Thank you, Stu. That was in the news. And now it's time to move on bastamind Hi. In each episode, Stu and I go head-to-head in a contest of five questions called Bastermind. We give each other a subject. We are on the letter S at the moment. The score is currently 12-9 to Stu. He's on a bit of a winning streak. <laughs> Stu, in this episode, you will be answering questions on sausages. Yeah, and I will be answering questions on death. Oh, that's a tragedy. (laughs) (laughs) So, Stu, I shall ask you questions first on sausages. Are you ready?
1: Yeah. The better be bangers. (laughs) Come on.
0: Question one: What is the casing often made of? Leather. It's intestines. Hmm. Question two: When was the word sausage? first used Monday it was the mid 15th century
1: uh, yeah, was it Monday was it uh, a Monday
0: no it was Tuesday morning ah. like literally like 1 a.m as well uh, <laughs> question three which Greek poet <laughs> mentioned sausage in the Odyssey George Michael it was Homer Joe <laughs> I was a
1: Greek singer, wasn't he?
0: Question four: Which country has um has the most famous sausage? Apparently, Germany. Oh, it's Italy. Oh. And finally, question five: What type of meat is usually um is the sausage usually made from? Pork. I'm looking for how it's prepared. What type of meat is it prepared? Not the from the animal, but.
1: I'm going to stick with pork. It's ground meat.
0: So, you scored zero. Oh, shit.
1: <laughs> Didn't really know what to revise for sausages.
0: Oh, it was all on the page. Mm. Okay. Well, to give me my five questions on Steps. Steps.
1: Uh, what was the name of Steps' first album?
0: Is it just called Steps?
1: No, Step One. Oh, bollocks. Uh, question two Steps were the opening act for which artist in 1999? Vice Girls. Uh, Britney Spears. Oh,
0: shit. Of course it was.
1: How many studio albums have they released? Seven. Yeah, seven. Use. Yes. one. Uh, what was the name of their first single? Five, six, seven, eight. Yep. And can you name all five current members? Uh, can I just do first names? Yeah. Uh,
0: Lee. H. Yeah. Faye. Yeah. Lisa. Claire, yeah, yes,
1: three, three, nil,
0: three, nil. So that is now 12. You have
1: a a tiebreaker tool?
0: I do. Um, raw sausage is usually cooked in which three ways? Um, campfire, house fire, and earth, wind, and fire. Are they giving you campfire, pan frying, broiling, or barbecue? Not too bad.
1: Uh, can you name the three members who left the original lineup before they've released any songs? No. Uh, Derek O'Brien, Maddie Chan, and Mitch Stevens.
0: Lordy hell.
1: I had no idea until I read that today. No.
0: Okay, oh. <clears throat> hey, Stu, we're moving on to the letter T <coughs> next. So, what is my subject for the next episode?
1: Um, yours is Take That.
0: Oh, thank you. Stu, yours is Thatcher, comma, Margaret. Ben? No, Margaret Thatcher. Thatcher, comma, Margaret.
1: That'll be fun.
0: Okay, so the score now at 12-10 to Stu. We go on from Bastermind, down the bag of nails. Rabbit, 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 rabbit. In each episode, Stu or I will head down to the Bag Nails down in London. London? And, um, and we find a patron down there and get a conversation going and find out what they're like. So, Stu, you went down this week. Who did mm. you meet?
1: Uh, I ran into an old uh, friend of ours, Al. Yeah. Stenson Ketchup Stain.
0: Oh. He was there at Christmas as well, wasn't he?
1: He likes it. It's yeah. local, isn't it? It's yeah. local. Yeah, he was in there um, combing wigs.
0: Oh, lovely. Yep. Yeah, weird.
1: Uh, here's the tapes. Yeah, we got them. Thank you. And click. Howdy, boys. Good to be back. Enjoyed seeing you all at the uh, Christmas party the other day. Well, I can't answer. I'm not
2: there. The, break <laughs> the third wall, Al. You can hear me.
0: Yeah. Um, Yes, lovely to see you, even though you can't hear me. How can you hear me? That's
2: impossible.
0: (laughs) Fucking idiot.
2: Anyway,
1: uh, lads, this is a great honor to be recording again. I'm
2: going to tell you, uh, you know, a new life-changing thing that happened to me uh, last Thursday yonder. I I became a judge.
1: Good. I became a judge. They fly me around all over the world where I judge. You, you got the hammer, got the wig. Love it. It's so much fun. Now, I'm, I'm not really supposed to do this, but I'm going to tell you about all the cases I've had so far. Yep.
2: Don't go tell him now, <laughs> or I'll kill you,
1: or I'll kill you. <laughs> My first case was a robot. I believe you know the fellow, Brando Tron. And I said, so, Mr. Robot, your neighbors accuse you of stealing electricity to power up yourself. How do you plead? And the robot, he said to me, guilty as charged. <laughs> oh, God. A nice education case to start with. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of robots, the scientist, uh, he built a robot. My second case. But he didn't know that the battery inside the robot was damaged now. And the only way to fix it was to sprinkle it with sodium chloride. Now, the chemical reaction with the acid and the sodium chloride caused the robot to go a bit berserk and attack the scientist. So I charged it with a salt and battery. Oh,
0: God. Yeah.
1: And <laughs> during the trial, the robot started eating the bulbs from the desk lamp. I said, what in tarnation are you doing? He said, I wanted a light snack. (laughs) A light snack.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I I had a lady stand trial for (laughs) beating up her husband with
1: his guitar collection. I said, first offender. She said, no, first the Gibson. Then offender. A bus driver had on trial for killing 24 children and six adults. I said, why in God's name did you kill all these innocent people? He said, well, sir, I didn't mean to do it. It was all a mistake. I said, then what in the hell happened out there? He said, well, I was driving to a bus station. But suddenly on the road, I saw a rabbit. I swerved into the woods and hit a tree. Now I managed to escape the bus, but the bus exploded before anyone else could get out and evacuate the vehicle. And I said, Well, why in the hell did you not just run over the rabbit? And the driver said, Well, I tried, sir, but it ran off into the woods.
0: <laughs> Very good. <laughs>
1: In my latest case, fellas, in my latest case, the man said I want to contest 80% of my parking fines. I said, repeating fractions? He said, fine. I want to contest four. I want to contest four-fifths of my parking ticket.
0: <laughs>
1: well, it's great to be back, boys. I hope to see you real soon. Ordering the cart now.
0: Very good. Very good. Thanks, Steve. Always lovely, isn't it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> huh?
0: Always lovely.
1: He's <laughs> a, a good one, isn't he? Yeah, know. he's
0: a good one. Okay, so in the next episode, I will be taking a trip down the bag o'nails nails, see who I meet. Well now it's time to move on <clears throat> to Mike Leeds top Chips in each episode, Stu finds a cassette with a couple of tips from by Mike Reed. Um Stu, have you got a cassette this week?
2: Ching.
0: Oh, yeah, give it it. And? Got it. Click.
2: Evening, hey, old Mike Reed here again. How you doing? You all right? Yep. How can you hear me? Ah, oh, God. I've got a couple more tips to, you know, just to get by in life and all that. All right, tip number one. Want to know if you're old? Temple, fall over in the street. If they rush over to help you, you're old. Stand there (laughs) laughing, you're not. (laughs) Very good. Have a lot of debt by any chance? No? Yeah? Well, just go missing. After seven years, you'll be declared dead (laughs) (laughs) debt-free. Worked all right for me.
0: (laughs) Thanks, Mike.
2: See you later, laddos.
0: (laughs) So, so... Oh, Frank. That's episode 39. Frank, Mike. So, in the next episode, listeners, I'm not going to tell you what it is, but we might have a little bit of a surprise for you in the next is it? episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know. A little know. bit of a surprise for episode 40. Um, don't get your hands up, though. It's not, it, it's not very exciting. It, it's just something we're going to do for episode 40. So, <clears throat> Stu, yep. good to be back in it. Well, are you? Yeah. Oh, all right, yeah, yeah, it's good to be back. I know
2: it's been great being back.
0: Don't to me though. I was
2: only
0: like, saying. So, Stu, have you got anything to tell the listeners before, uh, before we uh, wrap up?
2: No, nothing at all. Uh, it's all the same to eh?
0: Okay, so if you would like to get in contact, tell us your top three um, Steven Spielberg movies, or you would like to contribute to Nineties Corner. We are looking for your favourite single from nineteen ninety two. You can get in contact via email, stu at gmail.com, or on Instagram and Twitter, at stu alpod. Stu, before we go, just to
1: recap those um, films, though. It's,
0: uh, oh, yes, The Wire Dog, The Bodyguard, Last of the Mohicans, and yes, um, what was your choice? choice? What was it?
1: Uh, Batman Returns.
0: Batman Returns. <clears throat> That'll go, a poll will go up on Twitter, and you can vote for your favorite one. Uh, what was the, uh, Do you have you got the details from the last poll, Stu? Yeah. Go on then, let's. Uh, so the last poll we had, just to let you know, listeners, it was um, your favourite 1991 uh, pop, was it pop culture reference, Stu? It would have been, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, I think I messed up. I only put it up for a day.
0: Oh, bloody hell. So let's go from reverse order from
1: four to one. Uh, Helen Sharman, the first lady in space, the first British lady in space, 0%. Nobody voted. Not even me. (laughs) My choice. Uh, Joint second place, Tim Berners-Lee with the internet and the British Empire, Yeah, with 20%. And 60% of the vote, Street Fighter 2, the release of... Only five votes, but like I say, it's only because I put it up for a day, by mistake, for the usual five days.
0: Fair enough. Thank
1: you very much. So, Stu, before we go,
0: um, I wanted to ask some celebrities what their New Year's resolutions were. So I've got five celebrities who have contributed. It's quite difficult to get a hold of some.
1: Is this uh, a swipe at me?
0: No. Good. So um, I'll play them for you now, Stu. That's okay? Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Michael Parkinson here. My New Year's resolution for 2022 is to have more sex with prostitutes.
1: <laughs> or oh. More. <laughs>
0: Hello, J.R. Hartley here. My New Year's resolution is to be able to find a copy of my book. Thank you, goodbye. Hello, I'm Michael Parkinson's wife. And my New Year's resolution is to find out whether my husband, Michael Parkinson, is having sex with prostitutes or not. Because if he is, I'll divorce him and take him to the fucking cleaners.
1: Well, these are five celebrities.
0: I told you it was difficult to get older celebrities. Ah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Pete, Peter Kay here. Garlic bread. Garlic bread. My New Year's resolution is to finally find out what garlic bread actually is and maybe try some. <laughs> okay. Hello. I'm Michael Parkinson's son, also called Michael Parkinson. Good. My New Year's resolution is to try to make sure that I don't use the same prostitutes as my dad. Thank <laughs> you and good night. So, Stu, yeah, as I say, it was quite difficult to find. Um, I did just um, stay on the phone at the Parkinson house, and they all told me their New Year's resolutions.
1: So, you know, mm. where it goes, isn't it? At <laughs> least you'd like to speak to all three members of the uh, Parkinson family.
0: Yeah. So, Stu, let's just, should we just say goodbye?
1: Uh, I can leave you with a joke if you want. Go on, then. Um, how do you know if an elephant's been in your fridge? Don't know. Uh, they leave their footprints in the butter. Brilliant. Right. Goodbye, listeners. See uh <laughs>